Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. We're your hosts, Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt, coming at you from FinCon. Except when you hear this, we will not be at FinCon anymore. We will be back, but we're recording this at FinCon. Wow, crazy. It's like time travel, except not. So anyway, today we're going to talk to you about email marketing and specifically about like the process of us sitting down and writing an email. So, you know, I was banging out an email to the list while I was on the airplane, like flying here. But this is something that's like come up a couple of times when, uh, since we've been at FinCon, people are like, how are you doing this? Like you sit down, how long does it take you? And we say, oh, five, 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, how on earth are you doing that? What are you doing? And so this is what we're going to talk about today. It's what the people want to know. It's so funny. Bobby, this is like, yeah, this is one of those things where people are like, oh my goodness, how are you guys doing this email marketing? It's incredible. You must you must spend so much time on it. I'm like, man, we really like, we really don't. <laughs> and not that you even like. I, hopefully, it doesn't come across as like cocky or anything. It's just easy. Like email marketing can be very very easy. Well, and I was gonna say it's not one of those things like, oh man, they barely put any effort into it. Yeah. No, when you're emailing, like if you're writing an email sequence, like an automated sequence, it's gonna take time. There's more to it. But if you're writing a broadcast to your list, like it should take you ten minutes. Yeah. You should sit down, have an idea and go. This is not, it's not something that, you know, should take you an hour. That might at first when you're learning, but, but yeah, it's not, it's not an effort thing. It's not, it's, it's just that's how it should be. Like it should be very free flowing and loose and you just gotta do what feels right. <laughs> you just gotta let it go. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean the email marketing thing too. And I, I think this is important because we have been asked a lot. Like it's probably come up more than anything since we've been talking to people at FinCon, like yeah. the whole, like, Oh, these guys are doing email marketing differently, which is not necessarily the case, but um, basically, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that I think everybody should be incorporating into their business. If they have some kind of online business, I think you should just be writing good emails because it's just a good way to communicate with people. I think it's more effective than spending time on social media. Right. You know, I think it's more effective than like, having a really super cool website design because I've got one on millennial money, man. And I can't say that that necessarily moves the needle more than email marketing on millennial money, man. Like, right. you know, so I, I just think this is one of those things. Like if you follow the very simple formula that we're about to wait, lay out, like you can create great emails and get people to like know you that you've never met before. That's one of the cool things. Like you walk around yeah. the conference, there are people like, Oh man, I've been on your email list. I feel like I know you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's weird, yeah. you know, but that's the power of email marketing. So but it's cool though. And then, you know, then we have a beer and, and party together because we're friends. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's interesting. It's like yesterday we were at, we were at this one thing, we met this guy, you know, Marco from whiteboard finance and he's got a yeah. YouTube channel and he's got 180,000 subscribers. I came back. I looked at it yesterday, Bobby. He's had 40 something thousand subscribers in the last 28 days. Absolutely yeah, insane. Going. His channel is just exploding. 
and he's like, you know, I want to get y'all's thought on, or he was out talking to me first. He had talked to Robert Farrington. He was talking to me and he's like, I want to get your thought on like what I should do. Cause like I have this audience I'm trying to figure out what my next step is. How, how do I monetize it? How do I protect myself in case YouTube disappears tomorrow? And I was like, how big is your email list? Yeah. Like, that was what I asked him. He's like, Oh, however many people, you know, it was a, a tiny list for compared to, you know, it's a nice size list, but it was compared to what you had. I'm like, man, that's what you got to focus on. And you popped up and he, uh, he was going to ask you the same question. I was like, Hey, what? I was like, Hey, Bobby, answer this question for him. <laughs> and you're like, email list, like same thing. Like, because we know that that phrase that the money's in the list is so, so true. So here's this guy who's got an audience and organics coming in like crazy. And all he has to do like right now, there's just no, there's just a wall, right? Like yeah. the, the tunnel to his list is a wall and he needs to bust that shit down and turn it into a door. So people yeah. can join his list and they can get in. And as soon as he does that, his business is totally going to transform because you can make some serious money from even a smaller list. And he's going to have a huge list because he's got huge traffic. Right. And so this is like one of the most important things in our minds and we've seen the power of it. And I know it's a lot more prevalent, you know, in, in the internet marketing world than it is in the blogging world. But, but like, man, if you're a blogger, a YouTuber, some sort of content creator here and you have an audience, you're not taking advantage of email marketing yet, please do because you're leaving so much money on the table. And you might be one of those people that we've spoken to that's got 50,000 people on their list and they don't email their list. Yeah. And, or, or you've got 50,000 people on your list and you're afraid to sell something to them because you don't want people to unsubscribe. Yeah. And you're just, you're not only leaving money on the table, but in my opinion, you're doing a disservice to your audience because you can be entertaining them and educating them and building a relationship with them and selling them products that will enhance their lives. Like that's, you know, hopefully you're not selling shit to people, but if you're selling something good, that's going to help people like you're doing a disservice by not selling it to them. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just getting into like the thing that I use for millennial money, man, a lot with my newsletter blast, like sometimes like the blog is talking about some pretty dry topics, you know, like, right. You know, reviewing a, I don't know, reviewing a robo advisor app is not exactly like exciting. You know, I mean, there are cool features right. and stuff like that, but like, you know, a lot of people just would not click on that. Had I not sent them some kind of email that was entertaining first and like you know, right. really got them like fired up about whatever I'm about to send them to. And then you send them the, the piece of content that they need. Right. And like, th I think that a lot of, at least in my space, a lot of people don't think about that because they're like, they just want the organic traffic or whatever. Like they don't think that there's like an entertaining way to get people to their content and like create a bond, but there really is, you know, and I, we've had a lot of success with it. So I guess we should probably jump into like Yeah. That. Well, and let's talk about that because the entertainment thing is interesting. I think we've had a lot of people as many people have like asked us about like how we do it. We've had a lot of people that are just like, Oh my God, I love y'all's emails. They're, they're so entertaining or this, or, you know, we had somebody yesterday was like, I love when y'all talk about something and I get all into the story. And then you're like, this is, nothing to do with anything else but there's a call to action here you should go read this article and he's right. like every time you do that i feel compelled to click because i just think it's funny you know and and sometimes like and we're going to talk about transitions and things like that but i think a big takeaway from us like in the last couple of years that we've learned is your content 
serves a purpose and your email serves a purpose. And so, you know, your content used to be very entertaining and very story driven. That was where you really built relationships. And now you save that for your email. Yeah. And so like your blog's a perfect example, because if you look, I mean, a podcast is different. Like y'all can get to know us and our personalities here on the podcast. Cause we're talking and just, you know, the way we talk, like this is how we are. But if it's in a blog post, like your, your goal is to get traffic. So you're creating an SEO article, which you, there's definitely, you do a good job of still being funny and still having there being some entertainment in there, but it's definitely more now about like, what's the purpose teaching and and bringing in traffic, right? But like educating, well, the emails then aren't about educating. They're about entertaining and getting you to the thing that helps. Right. And so a lot of that, like a lot of our focus when we sit down to write an email is, can I make this person laugh or can I pique their curiosity, get them to open this thing? Can I entertain them in it? That way they're more likely to click and get to the thing that will help them. I'm not necessarily trying to help them learn, you know, like Wednesday, send people to a video about Facebook lookalike audiences. I'm not trying to help you learn how to create a lookalike audience in my email. I'm trying to brighten up your day a little bit, you know, and then get you to click to the thing that was created to help you because either if I'm doing that in the email, it's either it's redundant, right? Like <laughs> I'm teaching you twice or you might not want to go click to the more helpful thing because I bored you in the email. And so like, that's, that's the goal, at least for me, when I get on the email is it's where are we sending people? Where do I want them to go? And then how can I brighten up their day a little bit? with what we're talking about. And, and that can be, I think for a lot of times it's be silly, be funny for us, but I think it can also be like, let's be motivational or let's talk about something personal. We've had times where it's like, it is serious, but it's like, you know, uh, it, but the point is like, it's, it's about engaging in the relationship building and those things there. Yeah, no, it really is. And I think like, for me, I just try to, it's like providing value in a place where there is typically no value <laughs> you know, like the email inbox like usually the email inbox is a place that people go and it sucks because they got to open work emails they got somebody complaining or they got their boss mad at them or you know whatever and so i think you know if you can if you can like stand out in an email inbox then people are going to really recognize you and start to trust you pretty quickly but for me it's the same thing like i, I look at like the target of what it, like what are we sending them to what's you know, and then I just try to think of something in my life that's happened recently that I can in some way, and it doesn't have to be a strong connection, but like in some way I can tie it back to whatever the blog post is. So like the, the perfect example is the one where I, I did a credit card fraud article on Millennial Money Man. And then I was like, man, you know, one time I got, I like got almost scammed and somebody tried to buy $3,000 worth of tickets in Hong Kong oh. or wherever, <laughs> you know, like we talked about that one here on the podcast. So yeah. we'll go ahead and put that in the show notes here, if y'all yeah. want to go listen to that one, that was a good. Yeah. One yeah. We broke down that email, but that was like, it was just like, I sat there and I was like, okay, here's this article on this. What in my life could possibly relate to that? Like what story can I tell? And then I think like, you know, okay, like that's kind of something I can talk about and then I'll just tell the story, you know? And like, it's a very simple, like tell, tell a story and then you've got to figure out a, a clever way to like transition to the call to action. And then you do a call to action to the article. I mean, it's, it can be a lot more simple than people make it. I think people think there's like all this, like, I don't know, like strategy that goes into like every part of the email and every line is doing this. And for me, it's really not, I'm just writing a story and people seem to like it. You know? Yeah. There's more of that when you get into 
promoting like launching a product and you're doing yeah. an email launch or doing an automated sequence there's definitely you know cliffhangers and hooks and like there's all these different things that you do but you know when you're just writing a broadcast email no it's just continuing to get people to want to open your emails more and you know there's been a lot of times like i've heard people say like i open every single millennial money man email or like i right. love y'all's emails I, I read all of them not I read every blog post you do, or, you know, I watch every YouTube, I listen to every podcast, you have some of that too, but it's, I read every email, you know? And so it's a really good opportunity for you. And it is, it's, it's like a, like a low barrier to entry to stand out. Yeah. Like look at what all of your competitors and friends are doing via email and you can probably stand out above them just by injecting a little humor, a little bit of a story. And, and so like the formula, I think just to kind of break it down and you can tell me if, if you think it should be another way, cause I'm just kind of going off of like how I do it is I first think about what, what am I doing? Like, am I trying to sell them something? Am I trying to send them somewhere? Like what's the link? What is the, the destination I'm sending them to? Whether that's a video, a podcast, a blog post, whatever. So I figure out where I'm sending them. And then I sit down and I try and think, okay, what is a story or a funny situation or something that I can, you know, I can, use like that's kind of related just even a little bit right yeah or or sometimes it's it might be i have a story and then you're trying to think how can i connect it i want to tell this story how can i connect this piece of content or is there another piece of content like an older piece of content i can send them back to that's relevant just because sometimes life hands you <laughs> right <laughs> and uh so i just try and think about the destination come up with that story and then write it but the beginning like i'm always with the story i'm trying to get people's attention in that first like two lines like yeah. really get them hooked curious you know whatever like grab their attention get them sucked in and then like move into the story and then at the end of after you told that story it's how do you transition right and it can be as simple as like and that's why you need to check out this blog post we did about boom right yeah and then have the link or, you know, sometimes we do these, uh, these changes, these transitions where it's like, there is no good transition. And so it'll literally be like, okay, now that that's out of the way, here's three reasons why you should check this out. Like I did that. One right. Day. Or, you know, it does not have to be this like super fluid transition. Like you just need to transition. And I know at times, like, at least for me, when I don't have a good transition, cause I used to get really caught up in that. <laughs> like if I spent 30 minutes writing an email, it was usually trying to figure out how to transition from the story to the call to action. And so now if like I'm struggling with the transition, I'm, I will just be very open about it. Like kind of funny. I'll be like, and here's the part where you click this link and go check out my article. Right. right. And, and yeah. that works really well. And people think that's kind of funny. So you just, you want to transition, you want to have that link. And then the last thing for me is then coming up with the headline or the subject line, like figuring out how can I get people in? Right. And usually that's the last thing, but I have had before where sometimes like I've come up with a story and I'm trying to, I'm thinking of a subject line. If I think of a really good subject line that can shape the story. So yeah. I, I think, and now that I'm thinking about it, a more accurate way to say how I do it is figure out where I'm sending them, come up with the story. I'll create an initial headline. I'll write the story and then I'll go back and usually change the headline based on how the story turned out. Yeah. I think for the transitions, the thing that I do 
almost every time is I just identify the pain point of the story that I'm telling. Like mm. on the credit card fraud one, it's like you talk about credit card fraud and how these people try to steal money from me. And then you just, you can do something like, well, you know, the point is credit card fraud sucks, right? Like it can ruin your life. It can be really, really bad. It can do all this different stuff. And then you provide the solution with the article. And like, so if you want to learn more about credit card fraud and how to prevent it, blah, 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 click here. So like, I, I think anytime that you can look at whatever story you just told and go like, what's the biggest pain point? And then just talk about that pain point. So it's like, brings people back into like the why of, why did you even send them this email? And then it's like, okay, cool, That's pain great. point. And then after you identify that, then it's like, how do we solve that pain point? How do we help them? with the article, you know, and that's, that's kind of mine. So it's, for me, it's uh, identify the, identify what the, what the article is, write a story about it, identify the pain point, and then tell them how the thing that I'm linking to is going to solve the pain point. Then I just use curiosity. Like if you just use curiosity on the headline, like for a newsletter email, you're probably going to be fine. You know, like that's when you don't have to think, like when we do our launch emails, like there's quite a bit more that goes into the subject lines and all that kind of stuff where you know, it's really like you're addressing objection in the subject line and all that. But like, I feel like with newsletter emails, you can just, if you just stick with curiosity as like the one tool that you use in the entire email, like it's going to be a good email. Right. Curiosity in humans. It's like when you have an itch that you can't resist scratching. <laughs> right. In pox. Like yeah. you just, if you just add a little bit of curiosity and, and you know, this is true, right? Like this is that thing, like guys, like in a locker room, it's like, dude smells his gym bag he's like oh man smell this and then like his buddy <laughs> smells it and then they're like oh man you gotta smell this and like every single one of the nasty dudes will right. smell the disgusting gym bag yeah even though they know they shouldn't right yeah or it's like oh my god this is so gross look at this and like you show <laughs> a picture they will look at it right like it's it is the weirdest thing like as much as our body like as much as we're wired to like avoid you know trouble like you right. know, animals, like we're wired to like avoid danger yet. We have this curiosity factor, you know, right. of just like, we have to look. So it's kind of funny. Um, but so you can use that. It's super powerful. And it's really, like you said, it's like the only thing you need, right? Yeah. If you want something different, real benefit driven, something that's like a big benefit can, can be an open to it's not as powerful as curiosity, but it's pretty powerful. If yeah. You do curiosity and benefit together, you know, that can be, incredibly powerful like how to lose 30 pounds without ever leaving your couch right <laughs> right or how to lose 30 right. pounds without ever working out like that's curiosity and benefits and it's like, no way you have to do all this cardio no right let me tell you you know yeah um, so so that's a great way to go about it so you know keep it simple guys like set a timer like just don't overthink it know where you're sending people think of a story and then you just got to do it. Like it takes practice. You know, yeah. I think, I think that's one of those things like, you know, you and I joke, I was, I joke, but I'm serious about like, you've gotten so good at this so quickly and have gotten to be better at this than I am. And it's, it's a practice thing. Like you yeah. were writing in that style for your blog for years. So it's not yeah. like you became good at this overnight. Like you had years of practice writing this way and didn't, realize it and so then you were given a framework and you're like oh easy got this you know right yeah um, and that's like but then you know even too like your wife you know she's doing emails for her youtube channel and you know it's her emails keep getting better and better because she's just doing two a week and she's just doing them and she started writing good emails like day day one <laughs> like and they've yeah. just gotten better and better and better like she's figured out like how to what her voice is and all that stuff but yeah i mean you like, have to do it 
she yeah. wasn't a blogger before. She right. just like, you know, basically I told her the same formula that we just told you guys and she followed it. One thing I will say about, um, about emails, a lot of people try to write them too long. Like a lot of people like really try to go in depth on something and it turns into like a thousand word email and then they're like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to do this. You have to get the point across with the least amount of copy possible. Like three to 500 words. Yeah. Like get, just get to the point. Don't try to embellish things. Don't try to do any of that because that's not what you're trying to do in the email. Like if you write it, like the, the credit card fraud thing, like the embellishment is in the blog post that I'm sending him to. Like that thing has everything about credit card fraud, but the email isn't for that. It's to entertain them and then get them to click. Like that's it. So, I mean, I think if you, I think a lot of people write too much. And so if you can just look at your email and go, ah, this doesn't really need to be there. And does this really need to be there? No. You know, and usually you can cut out a lot of your writing that way, make it faster. Yeah. And this just one last thing, like you talked about, like your goal isn't to teach them about credit card fraud. It's to get them to click. Yeah. The other goal is to get them, if they don't click to continue opening your emails. Right. And that's like, I think where people really miss out is like you're, you want, people to want to love opening your emails, like to look forward to it. Think about, is there somebody in your inbox that you look forward to their emails, right? Like there's maybe two people in my inbox. I look forward to their emails. You want to become that person for your audience and you can be, and it, you don't have to do exactly like we do. Right. Bobby's emails are a little bit more ridiculous than mine because he's funnier than I am. Like he's just naturally like writes funnier than I do. I'm not going to try to like mimic that, you know, like I'm not going to try, like I'm going to write the way I write and he's going to write the way he writes. You have to find your own voice. And if you are a little bit more serious, that's fine. You can still, it's, you can still be entertaining. You can still tell stories. Like you can still, you know, but be you it's, it's about being like showing your personality. You know, somebody talked to me about like, I love how you, you type y'all every time when you write, like you type y'all and then we talk and you say y'all all the time. And he's like, I love that. And I was like, I don't even realize I'm doing it. But now, but five years ago, when I started email marketing, I intentionally started writing y'all to help develop my voice and help it stand out because, but that's how I talk. And so I was making an effort to write like I talk. And if you just write like you talk and you keep it simple and short and just have fun with it, they're going to work really well and people are going to love them. So don't put pressure on yourself. Just do the thing. You can do this. You got anything else for him, Bobby? Or can we wrap this baby? No, man. I, there's a garbage truck right outside of our hotel room. So I think it's like, it's like time to go. I think it's like the loudest thing ever. So anyway, hope, hope that it helps. All well. right. Hope your email well, is better now. <laughs> give it a shot. If you've got questions, leave them in the comments. We will respond. I promise. And we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast as usual. If you haven't listened to last week's podcast where we invited my friend, Brian Grasso, who's like a world-class mindset expert, literally has helped like coached Olympic gold medal winning athletes. Like if you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen to that episode because mindset is so important for your business. And I know our students loved talking to him and it's really actionable. And I just, I want as many people to hear that as possible because I think it can have a huge, huge impact on your belief that you can be super successful in business in your, your motivation, in your ability to just like not get down when things get tough. Like I just go check it out and uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You never miss an episode. So thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next week.
You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out. Thank you.